0: Everybody? Yay. <laughs> actually, I had, to, I had to laugh because I was saying um, while I was waiting in Mug and Bean, I didn't want to actually listen or watch because I knew we were going to watch it together. So when they sang the national anthem, I stay out loud. God save our great. could see everybody look at me. I thought, great. Put the earphones in. And we ignore them all. (laughs) I was persona non grata and that suited me in that moment. But what an amazing time, wasn't it? Absolutely incredible. And I know George uh, mentioned that scripture in Romans 15. I I have to laugh at this picture. I was on God TV and they put so much makeup on me, I looked like a poppy. (laughs) Anyway, there I sat. I'm just thinking, oh, Lord, I'm just hating all this makeup. just need a little bit more. <laughs> anyway, I suppose it was to cover up all the laughter lines that they call them. But um, he mentioned the scripture in Romans 15, verse 13. And uh, I just that has been our scripture for I oversee a charity called New Day United. Thanks, let's remove me. This is not part of my PowerPoint. I didn't put that picture on my PowerPoint. But um, Romans 15, verse 13, is uh, what has anchored New Day United, the charity I oversee uh, down in Cape Town. And we have seen exponential growth. It started three years ago, and we now have 15 people on our team. And four of those guys uh, kind of flitted around in gangs, and they are now part of us. And we've just seen people who belong and then believe and are becoming all God wants them to be. It's just phenomenal to see. And uh, I'm having so much fun. But in Romans 15, uh, verse 13 in the Passion Translation, I just want to read that. It says, "Now now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with this super abundance until you radiate with hope. Isn't that gorgeous? Now, I'm going to ask that we do something, if you don't mind. Um, We watched the rugby together, and actually we made a lot of noise. Uh, And... uh, I'm just gonna ask if you can stand with me for a few minutes here. One of the things that absolutely inspired me with uh, the South African team and with SIA was this, that they, the team were living for a bigger purpose and intention. It wasn't just about, well, we've done it. It was about we have done it. And I'm amazed, and I'm the only one in green here this morning, well, a few others. Yes, you got the memo. But I, w- I want you to just recall um, how you responded when you saw, when you heard that final whistle. I just recall for a few seconds here. And if you're British, I'm sure you're in... Oh, there we are. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I live in Manchester. I am so looking forward to going back. <laughs> But I want you to just remember for a few seconds how you responded. And just for, I want you to get that in your heart. And what we're going to do is we're going to applaud and cheer this beautiful nation of ours. You ready? Let's go for it. kings and the Lord of lords. Let's go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Woo-hoo! Yay! You may be seated. My goodness, it shoots adrenaline into your system, doesn't it? But it also shoots adrenaline into your spirit. And um, I just want to say again just how grateful I am to George and Leanne and to the elders for allowing me the privilege of being here. Thank you. I just love coming here. I just feel so at home. But I felt God gave me a specific word for this church, which was super, super exciting. And so I just want to give that this morning. And uh, hopefully it will inspire all of us, as it has inspired me. I've just spent the last few days in Pinda. Somebody has to, and it was me. I know, I know. you. I can feel your pain. And it was an amazing, amazing time. But I was in there going, God, what do you want to say? You know, it's one of those awkward things. But I was having so much time spotting animals that I kind of thought, let this percolate. Let's see what, what God has to say to us. But over the last little while, I've been so impacted again by the prayer of that Jesus taught us, and it says, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so I just want to pause here, just a little bit of the prophetic stuff here, so I was talking about you in the first service, saying, you are the emoji queen. <laughs> and I love it because it's fire all the time. But I, we had a little chat on the stairs, but I feel I just need to make this a public statement as well. That my goodness, the hand of God and his, his goodness to you in saving your life. And when I saw that, literally, I started to weep, you know, and whew, hectic, <laughs> but I feel this for you as, as God has saved your life in this whole thing. I think also with this time of happening, I'm trusting for a miracle here, but even if the, mirac- if the miracle happens, this is still what I feel for you, is that this is a season of fresh download, and that making you lie down, which is not what comes easy to you, will help you to run even faster in the next season that God has you in. We've been talking about acceleration a lot, but I feel there's an increase of acceleration for both of you, but it's from a place of rest, deep, deep rest. And this burki can't make plana because God's going to download some fresh, Plans for you, but I didn't realise you had played um, rugby to such a uh, high level. Because the picture that I had was you having the ball and running. And uh, you know, when we were watching the rugby yesterday, who was the uh, one guy who ran right behind the goals? You know, and planted that ball. Yes, that man. And <laughs> I, 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 oh, sorry, man. God save. No, uh, but I just, I feel for you is that God's saying you're going to position the ball in such a way, you're not only going to uh, put it there, but you are going to kick for gold. Kick for gold. And I just, but this download is going to be something supernatural that God's going to give to you. And um, just, we spoke about it and I said, get yourself a, a kind of a dictaphone or put it on your record, what God shows you and I am super excited for you in this next session, in this next season. But what does, the question that I've had a look at as I've been looking at Mark 6 is your kingdom come and your will be done. Sorry, I feel Holy Spirit saying there's still some stuff to be done here. What's your name, sweetheart? Yeah, Elisha. Okay, Alicia, when you were standing up here, I saw it in the first service, but I feel to give it to you now is that God says actually I'm get, get, your eyes are going to begin to see with such accuracy in the spirit. You are small in stature, but actually you God is saying you are a giant in the spirit. And you've been kind of feeling, oh, I'm not I'm not up to much. But I feel almost like there were moments that your voice kind of shot through, and I feel that God says he's going to increase the volume of your voice to shift the atmosphere and the situations around you. So your voice is going to carry power, but also your eyes are going to see, and you're going to begin to have this incredible collaboration with Holy Spirit to see things shift and move. So I just want to encourage you with that. But I also felt, um, yeah, for you, Sean. ish. Okay, have you got it? (laughs) got to get that prophecy. But I just, uh, you know, when you stood up here, I thought, oh, there's been an increase of maturity. Not that you were immature, but an increase of maturity. But I feel there's an increase of maturity of understanding the word of God and being able to discern very clearly the spirit and the truth. And the whole aspect of hosting his presence is increasing in you. And um, when you stand up to lead worship, I think there's going to be for all the team, but I felt for you was that there's going to be almost like that Shekinah glory, you know, the glory of the Lord filling the temple with situations shift easily because he's surrounding you with songs of deliverance. And so I just, I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you in all of that. But I felt, but I felt there was some um, sort of, I think God gave me these words of knowledge that there's somebody here who's been struggling with their kidneys. Um, there's just been a problem with their kidneys and, and that God just wants to, to bring his goodness and his grace, heaven on earth. I just love it when I say these kind of things, everybody starts pointing. <laughs> Instead of, there's sin in the house. <laughs> but I felt as well, there's somebody who's got a problem with their eyes and the retina. I've just got this word retina, but they're struggling with their eyes that God wants to, to bring about. Just We've been singing, we need to move. Miracles happen when you move. And so let's believe God for this. Um, but I felt there were also some people that are facing mountains. I don't know whether it's physical mountains, emotional mountains, or spiritual mountains. Um, I have a, kind of a feeling inside that there's high disappointment in somebody that God didn't do what you thought he was going to do. And you, it's like a mountain that's trying to separate you and, and the Lord and your relationship with the Lord. And God wants to move that mountain because he wants you to go up the mountain to meet with him. The false mountain of the enemy compared to the true mountain of the Lord. And then I felt somebody's got a skin irritation and been struggling with, I don't know, it, it, what's it called, eczema? I think it's called eczema or something, but your skin has just been, been giving you gyp. And so if those people, if you fall into any of those, would you mind just standing really quickly? Time is of the essence here, so we're going to just do this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. And um, I just to—I want to land on what we were praying for you. There's somebody with their back problems as well neck problems. Would you please stand? Because there seems to be something in that. And also just this heart thing where the miracle has happened with the heart. If you are needing, if you have problems with your heart, please will you stand as well? Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful. So the rest of us, would you mind just looking around you here? And uh, what what I'm going to ask is, those people who are now standing, this is a bit crazy, You are going to sit down and everybody else is going to stand up. (laughs) I know, like musical chairs. And then those who are sitting down, would you mind just putting your hand on them? And let's just just pray together. And so here's the deal. So often is that miracles happen when you move. So often we kind of feel, well, we've prayed before and nothing's happened. Anybody feel like that? And so that spirit of disappointment, well, I'm not too sure. Beloved, the miracle is not from your hand. The miracle is from heaven on earth. What we're doing is just collaborating with what heaven wants to bring to earth. And so, Holy Spirit, I just pray right now as these precious people are seated before you i to pray deep peace on them. And rest, I wanna pray, Lord, that they would feel like we're lowering them into the presence of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I just thank you right now that you would bring all the healing that was bought for us on the cross. I thank you that healing is the children's bread. I pray for those, Lord, who are sitting down that are just so exhausted and so, yeah, just discouraged and in pain or whatever. But, Lord, right now, by your Spirit, thank you. Thank you that joy will rise and that they will see you face to face. They'll see your goodness in the land of the living. And so we bless you with the healing presence of our God and King. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, I mentioned this Matthew 6, verse 10, where it says, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And one of the, one of the things that came out for me is, as I read this was, what does heaven look like on earth? What does heaven look like on earth? And, I, and so, I found myself rereading that passage in Matthew 6, verse 10. And kingdom, the Greek word for kingdom is the word Basilia. And that word means a royal power, a rule, authority. It means holy dignity, an edict, and it also means a realm, a realm. And God is in the process of giving you guys a fresh realm, a fresh territory. And as I was putting this word together, you can have a look at it over there. I put harvest right in the middle. And I felt God was giving me a download, and so I humbly present this to you, but I do believe it's part of a word for the season. But that whole thing of kingdom and territory, your realm, your kingdom come, and that word come means to appear, to shine, to be manifest. Your kingdom come, and then your will be done. And the Greek word for will is the word thelema. And it means this, God's supernatural intervention into the affairs of humankind and for all life. Supernatural intervention on humankind and for all life. Lord, your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth, here in my life, for such a time as this. And so as I was reading that, I felt God draw my attention to Isaiah 60 and verses 1 and 2. Now, those are known as the epiphany scriptures, and they're normally read in kind of early January, and it's about the magi, the wise men, they were magi actually, who were going to go and visit Jesus. But as I read this, I felt there was something about an epiphany that God was giving to you here at Harvest and for Durban at such a time as this. Beloved, what happened yesterday was not just a rugby match. It seriously, seriously wasn't. And I had to be honest with you. When I was putting this together, I thought, what if we lose? (laughs) How do I bring this word, God? But I felt, win or lose, I'm going to bring this word. But there is something prophetically that God is shouting to us at this time. And he who has ears to hear and eyes to see needs to get a hold of this because through the team, there wasn't just we've done, as I said earlier, we've done well. It's we have done well. And the comment that was made we need this. We need this. We need this move. And so, this here, this epiphany scripture, is a moment of sudden and great revelation that's what it says about an epiphany, a great revelation. Now, what happens is so often we kind of get jaded by past disappointments, and we think, ah, you know, it's not going to happen. But I truly believe that God wants to speak to you guys and to this area for such a time as this. And so Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 and 2 in the Amplified Bible says this, arise from spiritual depression to a new life. And shine, be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord, for your light has come. That word arise means change your position. Change your position. Be repositioned for such a time as this. And then it says, and shine. Shine, be radiant, be set on fire. Emoji after emoji after emoji. Be set on fire. Arise and shine, be radiant with the glory. That word glory is the word, the Greek word kabod, the heavy presence of God. You see, so often we come under the heavy, the, the enemy is always trying to be an imposter, he's always trying to be this kind of angel of light. So he brings us into such a heaviness of situation and circumstance. And here God says, get under the heavy presence of my goodness and my grace and my brilliance. For your light, your clarity, your illumination, what does it say? Has come. Not will come. It has come. And the glory and the brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. For in fact, darkness will cover the earth. And we have seen that. Just got to open the newspapers or switch on the television. Tremendous darkness. Tremendous darkness. Tremendous misery. Tremendous ignorance. Tremendous fear and misinformation. Darkness covers the earth. It smears itself over the earth. And deep darkness will cover the peoples. And where I live, you see this. But the sad thing is when we, who are supposed to have arisen and shine and be shining, are in that deep darkness. And we are aligning more with that than the brilliance and the glory of the king, of kings. But then there's that but. But the Lord will rise upon you the Lord will rise upon you. Jerusalem, city of peace. Now, yes, there's Jerusalem in Israel, but we, we are the Jerusalem. We're the carriers of peace because the God of peace lives in us. This is the new Jerusalem. And the Lord will rise upon you in his glory and his brilliance. There are those words again. Glory and brilliance will be seen on you. In other words, it will be in full view, in full view, because God is on the move. And as I read that, I found myself then going to Isaiah 9 and verse 2. Again, in the in the Passion Translation, it says this, those who walked in darkness, those who walked, those who That word walk is to behave as though one in darkness. Those who travel in darkness have seen a radiant light shining upon them. Isn't that beautiful? And it's not just when we give our lives to the Lord. It's every single day, wherever we are. Lord, to carry your glory and your brilliance and your radiance. They once lived in the shadows of death, in the shadows of death, but now a glorious light has dawned. A glorious light has dawned, but now, and as I was looking at this, I felt God say, now is the time. Christ in us, that hope of glory is rising up. It's a glorious light. It's going to shine brighter and brighter. And you may not feel it, but God is faithful to it. Very, very different. My feelings go all over the place, but great is his faithfulness. Immovable. Immovable. In season and out of season. But the important thing is where are we positioning ourselves? Are we allowing ourselves to live in the shadow of darkness and death? where we will be positioning ourselves in the brilliance of who is and whose we are. And so that epiphany is all about displaying his brilliance in this crazy, crazy, blessed of the short-winded, in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. And so I felt that God gave me just four little points. I'm going to give them to you really quickly of what he is saying over our lives. And this is not just for Sunday. This is for going forward into this new week, into this new month, into this new year that's coming ahead of us. Number one, I felt that God is raising up people who are wholehearted in intentional love for Him. Wholehearted in intentional love for Him. When I was in the States a little while ago, Uh, I was speaking at a conference, and this lady, every time I used the word intimacy, all she could hear was me saying, in to me see. Lord, see into me. Beloved, because when we begin to have that hosting of his presence, and not just on Sunday morning, but every day, every day, every day, I love what Sean brought to us. Lord, send me. What are we going to go with? Got to go with his brilliance. We got to go with his glory. But I believe that as we begin to have that intentional love for him and in him and through him, it's not just about lists, but it's about genuine love. I mentioned this in the first service. What do we got to guard ourselves again against? And if you've ever heard me speak before, you would have heard me say this. We've got to watch that we don't become familiar that we lose a fascination in who he is and what he's doing. Many, many years ago, I had the privilege of meeting Bob Mumford. He said, the one fear that a Christian should have is turning into a professional Christian. And so we look at our right, and we think, ah, we know the Scripture. We know what it is. And look at the disappointments we've had people come before. But there is a move. There is a move, and God is saying, I'm raising up people who are wholeheartedly in intentional love with me. Number two, we need to choose to shut out all the dark noise, the opinions, be they internal or external, the dark noise, and begin to truly listen to what God has to say. Psychologists call it white noise. I want to say it's dark noise. That rush that comes on us constantly and we live from that place of fear and anxiety. In the first service, I felt God really speak into the whole area of anxiety. And I was in the States a few uh, last month and had the privilege of meeting up with a, a dear friend of mine. And we were talking about this amazing man of God used in the prophetic. And I said to him, you know, what, this whole thing of anxiety, you know, it says in Philippians, be anxious for nothing. Anybody read that? How many of you can honestly say you're never anxious? Never. Beautiful. Well done. Please lay hands on me. <laughs> but I don't always have that. There's a, you know, and I said, I said to him, Grandma, how do you find, how do you deal with this? I know in Philippines it says with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving and all the rest of it. And he said the problem is that so many of us are constantly wanting to fight anxiety instead of stepping into peace. So we choose. It's a choice. Where are you going to have your habitation? And so we need to be in that place of stilling the dark noise that so easily surrounds us and begin to listen, listen, listen for the wind words. And the third thing is to live above sea level. Level. Live above that. Live above what you just see in the natural. Rosanne, I'm going to ask you to come up here quickly if you can remember. Just relax. I'm staying with you. So, yeah, just like that. Just step into peace. So, you had a word in the first service about this whole thing of, um, shall I remind you about it or are you okay (laughs) with it? Yeah, it's a good word. I saw a submarine. And um, the periscope that they put up to see land and to see what's around them. And I was, just felt the Lord say that many of us are like feeling overwhelmed as if we're under that water. And we just come up almost for a breather to see what's happening. And I felt the Lord say, no, it's time to surface. It's time to come up and to surface so that we can see all that is happening around us and what He is doing. Thank you, yeah, but you see what most of us do is we just shoot up a little periscope. God says, actually, I want you to come right up, begin to see above sea level, and then the fourth thing was that I felt God say, I want you to be supernaturally natural. Wherever you are, wherever you are, I love miracles are happening here, but I love it when they begin to happen in everyday life. And I was saying, um, a number of years ago, I went to India, and uh, I told my testimony, for those who don't know, I was in a wheelchair, and God raised me up, which is an incredible story in itself. But I was in this church in, um, I think it was Hyderabad, and this man came up to me, and he went, I too have a wonderful testimony. And I went, oh, great, what's yours? And he said, I was raised from the dead. But here's the deal, is that he wasn't the only one raised from the dead in that church. It was just supernaturally natural. Now, God has promised me that I will see people raised from the dead. And I have to be honest with you. I was leading worship many years ago at a a funeral. And one of the guys, one of the pastors, knew this. And so I was practicing the song before the funeral. And the coffin was kind of to the side of me over here. And so I'm practicing the song, and he went... And I went, did you hear that? (laughs) And he said, well, shall we open the coffin? No. (laughs) Oh, supernaturally natural. I want to see that. I want to see that. Not just on Sundays, but every day. I want to see people supernaturally raised up in spirit and in soul and physically. I want to see the move of God being released in and through all of us. And so there is, I believe we've heard about kings and priests and prophets constantly, but I do believe that this is a season where God is positioning and strengthening and empowering prophet, priests, and kings to take their positions. Every day, every day, that we are repositioned with our call and our purpose, and we are strengthened and empowered with brilliance every day. And so I want to read another scripture to you. It's in the New Testament, it reflects Isaiah 9, verse 2, and it's found in Matthew 4, verse 16. And Jesus makes this statement in, refle- in um, response to Isaiah. He says this, you who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say we have seen a brilliant light. And those who live in the dark shadow land of death can now say the dawning light arises on us. Isn't that good? So what I'd like us to do is I'd like us to declare this. Is that okay? So the the words in italics, when we get to that, Let's say it together, okay? You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say, Okay. Same as the first service, man. It's like a bunch of Anglicans here. Peace of the Lord be with you and with you. All right, we'll try again. Let's put our voices on. Okay, you ready? You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say, Oh yes. And those who live in the dark shadow land of death can now say, Alright, now we're gonna personalize it. Instead of us and we, we're gonna say, me and I, okay? You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say, I see the light. And those who live in the dark shadow land of death can now say, Glory How cool is that. Have a look at this, put it on your mirror next to your, where you brush your teeth, and after you've done that, say this, I have seen a brilliant light, and the dawning light arises on me, and God wants you and I, as we prepare for 2020, as we look at the, the Hebrew uh, calendar, it's a very significant time. And yes, we're stepping into another decade, but I feel it's almost like there's a rumble going on. The world has never been in such a chaotic place. And I have the privilege of traveling to many places, and I tell you, everywhere, there's not one place on this earth that seems to be steady and stable. But how about South Africa? How about it? How about if God is saying, I am giving you a brilliant light? How about if He's saying, the dawning light arises on you? How about if God says, actually, this is Africa's day? How about that? And so there is something of God saying to you and I, I want to give you a new blueprint, I want to give you a fresh perspective of what my kingdom is all about. I wanna give you a fresh fascination. And I think I heard this from a friend of mine, I think, or I don't know where I heard it, but even if God gave it to me, it's a great one. This: We need to be amateurs of the new rather than experts of the old. We need to be amateurs of the new. God, I'm fascinated what you are doing rather than experts of the old. And what God is going to do in 2020, will need that from each one of us. There is a heavenly assignment that is being marked out for you and I, you and me. And it's going to take courage, and it's going to take tenacity, and it's going to take more than just coming to church and feeling good. It's going to take us going out as kingdom carriers every day. Every single day. That when we come on Sunday, we're not saying, please feed me. We're going, I've got a story to tell. I want you to know this. I've seen God's word in action. There's a man called Eric Hoffer, who is a a philosopher in the States. And I just love what he says about how things are changing in the world. He says, in times of change, learners in the new inherit the earth while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with the world that no longer exists. In times of change, learners in the new, God, your mercies are new every morning. I'm learning every day. I wanna remain an amateur every day. Teach me, Lord so that I can inherit the earth. While the learned, done that, been there, bought the t-shirt, find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with the world that no longer exists. And there is an acceleration of change in the world, but there's an acceleration of the kingdom of God. And we need to be those carriers of hope. Beyond the 23 boys, carriers of hope. We need to be bringers of joy because the joy of the Lord is in us, sustaining us. I'm not talking about happiness. I'm talking about a a deep joy that strengthens us, that holds us, that keeps our backbone steady. And we need to have a greater awareness of what Mark 6, our Father, our Papa in heaven. Our Father, our Father. My natural father is in heaven, and I miss him enormously. But I tell you something, my papa, my heavenly father, has never left me. And I don't miss him at all, because I practice his presence constantly, and I want to continue to practice his presence. So I never miss him. I never miss him. And so I felt as I was praying for you guys in all of this, I felt God say this, that I'm giving, you are going to be people to whom I'm giving solutions and breakthrough where you become indispensable to your areas of influence. I'll read that again. I'm giving to you solutions and breakthrough where you become indispensable in your areas of influence because you carry his glory. Arise, shine. The people in this chaotic world will say, I need you. I can't do it. You, you bring something of, uh, that's brilliant. What is it? And I feel there's something very, very very much part of what God wants to do through Harvest with all of this. Indispensable breakthrough. And I just want to pause here for a few seconds. And this is going to take a little bit of bravery, but we're in a safe place. But I feel there's some people here that you feel like you actually are dispensable. That it's almost like there's a maneuvering in the marketplace to get rid of you. And you're looking at the situations, be you a manager of a company or whatever it is, it's almost like it's that mountain, it's that giant we were singing about earlier on. And I just want to pray strength into you now that you would be a carrier of God's breakthrough and God's solutions in the chaos that's around in your marketplace, in your workplace. So if that's you, please would you stand? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So let's just pause here. And Father, I just thank you now that you would come and just pour in all the courage that these amazing, amazing champions who are standing need. I thank you that over you now, the Spirit of the Lord says, You have the solution, you have the breakthrough and you are not indispensable. I just see almost like a cup that's been scrunched and thrown away. God says, actually, it's not going to be like that for you, that you are marked by majesty for such a time as this. Amen. Thank you so much for standing. But beloved, this is so important for us as we begin to move into all that God has for us. We need To be those who speak destiny into one another. Destiny into one another. Destiny into one. Guard this mouth. 2020 in the in the Hebrew thing is all about the mouth, the tongue. We need to guard our mouths and watch how we speaking, speaking not just, you know, curses and offense and getting offended with this one and that one. Speak destiny. Over one another. And this is our time to arise and shine. This is not about natural elevation. It's not about just what you are going to be doing, but it's His brilliance arising in each one of us. That the arising and shining is for His name's sake, for the name of the King and the kingdom, for His life to flow in and then flow through us. And so I'd like us, if possible, can the band come up here with me? Earlier on, um, I I phoned uh, George and I asked him if we could have that song, There Is A Move, because I feel this is where I want to land today. And I feel there is something about each one of us right now. Just close your eyes, please. And you see your world. You know your world. Just see it. See your world. So come, Holy Spirit. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory and the brilliance of the Lord is rising upon you. God is raising a people who are wholeheartedly in intentional love for him. This is a season of choosing... To shut out all dark noise, be it external or internal, and begin to listen. It's time to live above sea level. And begin to know that you will carry... The supernatural presence of God, you kings, you prophets, and you priests. So come, Lord. We present our world to you, where you have placed us as individuals. And we say, arise, shine. Arise, shine. Music